0: Listener-supported, WNYC Studios.
1: From newsounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Shaffer. The London band called Caroline is a big collective, eight members strong, and they play the kind of indefinable music that leaves music writers stringing hyphens together. So yeah, you can call Caroline an indie folk, post-rock, ambient chamber jazz band if you feel the need to, or you can just immerse yourself in their singular, ever-shifting sound world, which is what we're going to do right now. Here live in the studio is Caroline with a song called Dark Blue. that is a live performance here in our studio by the uh, the London band called Caroline of a song called Dark Blue it is the uh, the opening track on the debut album by Caroline which is self-titled and the uh, eight-member ensemble has uh, trooped on here into our studio. Ollie Hamilton playing violin. Magda McLean also playing violin. Mike O'Malley and Casper Hughes playing the guitars, both of them doing some singing as well. Jasper Llewellyn was singing from behind our drum kit, but you'll hear him playing cello and guitar in the subsequent songs. Elijah Wolfe on bass. Alex McKenzie playing flute and clarinet. And Nathan Piggott will uh, take his place behind the drum kit for the next couple of songs. Um, Casper, let me start with you. Uh, sure. Caroline started as a trio, right? It was you, Jasper, and Mike?
2: That's right, yeah.
1: And and kind of grew into this eight-piece ensemble. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And listening to some of the songs on the record, it sounds like maybe they were also kind of small things that grew, <laughs> you know, t- tales that grew in the telling. For
2: sure, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I mean that song. The last time we played Dark Blue started started very bare bones at one point, um, just just that kind of guitar loop, like a kind of droney thing that Mike was playing on the, on the on the guitar, and that you still play. Yeah, it's been nice adding adding those other parts and the kind of I think the violins really kind of elevated it to, to another level, for sure.
1: There's there's an interesting kind of uh, creative tension in the sort of minimalism. I mean, Mike, that was perhaps the most minimalist guitar solo I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the same time that, you know, this is a band that has strings and winds and, you know, uh, there were multiple percussionists going in that in that piece. Uh, Jasper, I mean, the, the, the song is built around again a kind of minimalist set of lyrics you know I want it all, so I tell them um, <laughs> at some point with the repetition of of the t- the lyrics it's almost not about the words but the sound of them I mean it's almost like yeah. an ambient music approach it seems to to the words
3: yeah the, the words normally come out of just kind of improv they're, m- they're normally like functional as a way of like finding melodies when we're improvising and it's not it's it's barely ever happens that I'd like write some text like outside of singing and improvising at the same time if you know what I mean I wouldn't I mean there's like a couple of moments on the record where that happens but for the most part it's like yeah it's like the me. I mean the but the meaning of the words is still Important to an extent because like the it has to have like the right sort of kind of vibe. Mm. So, it's kind of confusing. Cause, yeah.
1: Yeah. So so rather than a, a kind of a narrative, it is yeah. as you say going for a vibe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Definitely. It's just like fitting. It's whatever the right the rest of the
1: piece like needs. Kind of. I think. Mm. And, and there are many sort of different moments of different kinds of sound on this record, but there does seem to be a kind of unified vibe to yeah. Caroline.
3: Yeah, vibe is definitely a word we use quite a lot uh-huh. to talk about it. I think it's quite a good word because <laughs> it's kind of like atmosphere but not like but kind of like not only musical atmosphere. I don't know, it's kind of like the the social thing of us playing it together. Mm-hmm. Vibe kind of gets at that, I think, yeah. better mm-hmm. than like I don't I don't know,
1: I don't. Mm. Know. Well, but but also you you the band produced this record mm-hmm. for the most part. And there are some interesting production choices. Vocals often sound distant. Um, Guitars sometimes sound almost painfully close mic, you know, (laughs) to the point where you're hearing like fingers sliding on strings and stuff like that. So if you had hired like a big name producer, you probably wouldn't have had any of those sounds.
2: Mm. Yeah, I I think um, doing it ourselves allowed us to kind of experiment with different kind of ways of recording and in different rooms and environments and different distances. And I think that kind of like, that's it's, it's, none of that is separate from the music, you know, from the kind of the, the notes and the melodies and everything, that's all. Um, and I think, and I do think we kind of bring that approach to where we play live as well.
3: Um, cause, Cause we, we tried and- to get other people to, isn't like when we'd send the songs, we tried to other people like producing some of the songs for us. And although they made them sound really good, it, may, it did just make it made us realize that yeah how the song is presented in terms of how the production and how it sounds is part of the composition mm. is actually a really important part of the composition so it, it didn't really work like sending mm. it off to someone else because it was like asking someone else to like write the parts to your <laughs> song isn't that like, do you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah you mean you mean we,
2: for, the, for the mix for the mixing isn't it, it was, <laughs> like, yeah it was,
3: it was as if you like sent it to yeah I don't know so mm. we kind of had to do we ended up. We realized that we kind of had to just do it ourselves, with help from John, obviously. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And John, John did. A John, l- John
2: Murphy is the kind of Spud Murphy. Yeah, John Murphy is the guy yeah. we're talking about. Who, yeah, who kind of helped us mix okay. the record. And yeah, he also has worked with Lancome and Black Midi and other bands as well.
1: Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned Lankham because uh, w- one of the songs you're going to be doing, BRJ, you know, it had. Uh, I, I know you, you don't play it this way because there's no harmonium here in the studio, mm-hmm. but on the recording that harmonium sound immediately reminded Lankham was like one of the last bands to play oh, in this really? room oh, cool. before we shut down wow. mm-hmm. and uh, I was like I wonder if they know Lancome. yeah 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 that kind of folk drone thing yeah 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 no it's it's
3: definitely quite inspiring for us for sure yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and the name Jasper Caroline any story there
3: um Mike's probably the best person to
4: answer that all right Mike um Many years ago, um, Oliver um, from this very band and a few a few of our friends were in a band in Manchester called Cowlung, and I for some reason just always thought it was Caroline, like that's how
1: I always heard it. So it was a mandagreen, a misheard. Lyric. Is that the word or for it? it?
4: Yes, I've yeah. never heard that before. Mondegreen. mandagreen, oh, cool. yeah. yes. It was a mundergreen. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> typical mundergreen. <laughs> uh, and we um, we uh, needed to to have a name to play a show right um, for the first time, and I think we were talking. I was talking about it on the phone with Jasper, and I was like, I always really liked um, Ollie and uh, Max' band name Caroline, and you were like. It's not Caroline. <laughs> it's Cowlung. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think you were like, maybe, we sh- maybe we should be, car- maybe we should co- call it Caroline or something.
3: And then I think there was. A, it then also became this thing of like, oh well, it's not actually a name, so then we like made it lowercase
1: because it's kind of like just became just like a word. Mm. So it's like a name, but not a name. I don't. Mm. Yeah. Spelling it with a lowercase c does not help people doing Google searches. Let's let's hear another song. Uh, Later on in the record, you begin to hear songs that have, you know, vocals that are a bit closer to the mic, they're a bit more front and center. This seems to be one of those, uh, called Skydiving Onto the Library Roof. Let's hear another live performance from the band Caroline. Mm. Once again, live performance by Caroline here in our studio on a song called Skydiving Onto the Library Roof. You'll find a version of that on the debut album also called Caroline. Um, This live version, again, notably different from what's on the record. Um, Jasper, you, you were talking before about the importance of the vibe, what is the vibe of a song like that? You've got this kind of just repetitive m- rocking motion between two notes or two chords, and then all these, like, splatters of sound that ha- happen. So w- how, how would you describe the vibe of that song?
0: Um,
1: it's an unfair I question, think, no, I, no, know, no, I know. No, 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 it's not. But I've asked it, and so now you have I to answer I no, think the song...
3: <laughs> the songs the songs kind of about i don't know if this is the vibe of it but the vibe kind of comes with it um the song's kind of about us all trying to do the same thing at the same time i Mm -hmm. I think i think that's like the concept of the song if there was one like the idea of it so the vibe is kind of like the vibe just comes from that basic that basic like rule that we're Mm -hmm. trying to play these two notes in unison Uh, all the other bits that happen are kind of unpacked from that basic that basic idea yeah, um, I would say it's
4: tense. Yeah, that makes like it, yeah. the vibe is tense. It's <laughs> like very
3: precarious, kind yeah. of. It just like hangs, it, it hang, it kind of hangs together. Just,
1: you know what I mean? It, it's interesting. That's an interesting word for it because there there is that feeling of it could very easily just be ambient, like Eric Satie. You know, if if you're familiar with some of his music, yeah. like his vexations, which just repeats hundreds and hundreds of times mm-hmm. until you just like. Not even hearing it anymore, <laughs> uh, and yet it doesn't actually tip into that because, as I say, there's like all these. I mean, Mike, I don't know uh, if you are f- familiar with Derek Bailey, the, the guitarist. Who was just talking about Derek Bailey, Alex? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the, the, that that those kind of like abstract s- splatters of sound that mm-hmm. that Derek Bailey did on the English sort of free jazz scene for decades. I. I
4: I actually don't know okay. Derek Bailey's um, music or, or guitar playing. So where does that sound come from? When we were first starting playing as a three, I was like quite a technical guitar player. And I would say that w- when it was us three, Jasper and Casper encouraged me to just like mess things down. up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Or or just just to like be more explorative. Yeah. And kind of just treat the guitar as a kind of a different thing than I was. And then I feel like we kind of developed a shared style yeah, of definitely. guitar playing yeah. between like a- our different skill sets. Yeah. And now me and Casper both have a very, very, very similar like set of parameters that we normally work with, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I'd say it came from just playing and playing and playing and figuring out, as a group, what sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound
3: cool. But also improvising with, like, Nathan and Ollie and, like, Magda and Alex as well, as in, like, we did a lot of, I think, like, all of our technique are, like, the more extended techniques on all instruments totally. developed through doing a lot of improvisation as, like, a bigger group, and with other people who aren't in Caroline, like, in our just, like, community of friends and, yeah.
1: Well, obviously, improvisation is a big part of the DNA of these songs, and they, as we have heard already, continue to, to kind of morph and evolve a, as you play them. And uh, the song that you're going to do next called BRJ, um, this is not on the record, This, but it's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned this before, there's a harmonium on the recorded version, you do a different version of it now. And just kind of in keeping with the whole Caroline thing where it's, like, really hard for your listeners to find you go through a Google search, you know, you have these titles like um, IWR on the record, BRJ. here. You guys play your cards pretty close to the vest, it seems. <laughs> Do you just not want people to know what you're doing? <laughs>
2: i don't know i've never really thought about it like that but maybe maybe we're being like really Obvious, obtuse yeah. and annoying
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to think about that um yeah i don't know why we did, why didn't we didn't just call it big red jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't really remember there was know. probably a reason at the time <laughs> it just felt like it was like a bit more of like a statement i don't know why i think it yeah. kind of like overplays the lyric the importance of the lyrics maybe. Yeah. it's probably it's yeah. pro- that's probably it same with like yeah. like i was right like the lyrics just like they're so like af- affirmative and like com- and like sound like really meaningful as if they're like and they sound very purposeful, but they're kind of they're not really at mm-hmm. all. And I think to call the song "I Was Right," I don't know, it's just like just like very it's like, like intense thing to call a song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite intense lyric, really in general. But um, I think we we're just trying to like obscure that a bit and just yep, of kind yep. of make mm-hmm. it not about the text meaning of the text. You know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, well, let's uh let's hear this uh, performance of BRJ from the band Caroline. once again the band Caroline live performance of the song BRJ it is not on the uh, the current album the debut record which is also called Caroline but you will find a version of it on uh, on their YouTube channel there's, there's a strange but undeniable beauty to that song and Jasper I'm wondering if the other seven were not here and you were just playing that on guitar what would Is that like a folk song underneath all of that?
3: That was... Yeah, that song actually does have... I guess it does have a... It does actually have a meaning, really, which is just that everyone knows what... I think like a big red jacket is like quite like... For me, I think my mum had a big red jacket or something. Or like it's quite like a comforting thing, like Mm -hmm. a red anorak. Mm. I think that like when you go for like walks in England in like the countryside or in like... I don't know, just like it's like really wet and you have like a big red jacket. I don't know, it's just that it's kind of an image that's quite like just quite distinctive to me so i think the lyrics like everyone knows what it is a big red jacket yeah it's just that was kind of just about that i remember recording a demo of it at home it was kind of a joke I think I, I like put on <laughs> like a funny voice doing it and I sent it to Casper and Mike and was like, ha ha, like this funny little song. <laughs> I don't know. And then and then we were like, oh, actually, maybe it is actually usable. And now it doesn't seem like a joke at all. It seems no. like really like overly Deep sincere. <laughs> serious. It's,
1: no, it's really, it's, <laughs> um, it's, but, uh, <laughs> it's kind of poignant, actually. Yeah.
3: I think, I think I did like a weird voice. I did, like, this, yeah, you like,
1: did like a oh, choir, I like very
4: a, choir, chor- choral voice. Yeah, oh, maybe. maybe and i was like whoa, 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 like it was like <laughs> swallowed <laughs> yeah. but
2: look. i think that, i think that was kind of like you experimenting with um different ways of singing yeah yeah, yeah but, yeah, but, I've but kind i of think
3: brained it in a bit now i used to do it more with that song but yeah
2: so, so is there
1: know, a maybe caroline maybe. novelty record in in your future <laughs> 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 mike, there's, actually there's stuff, definitely though. there's definitely
4: one in you mike <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> 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 we probably could from like there's a lot of like voice memos of like Ridiculous!
3: <laughs> no, us doing that fold that cover of Foles. Um,
1: oh
2: yeah, French over. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of like just kind of mimicking bands and just doing uh, funny songs and yeah and, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, Mike it's
1: was giving us a little Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> concert yeah, exactly during, yes. uh, during exactly. our mic check. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this has been so much fun getting to have the eight of you here. I know that this is now the end of your American tour. Um, But for folks who are interested in seeing and hearing Caroline live, you will be back in the spring at the Big Ears Festival in Knoxville, and I will see you all there. Oh, great. great, Um, But in the meantime, thank you for coming in and playing for us today. This has been great fun. thanks Thanks for having us. Cheers. (laughs) The band is Caroline. The album, self-titled, out now. Thanks to our engineer, Irene Trudell, our technical director, as always, uh, aided and abetted today by George Wellington. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can check out all of our Soundcheck podcasts at newsounds.org.